Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to the first episode of Divorce Party. I'm Monica Casey. I'm Tom Arnold. And we're here to bring you a fun and positive podcast about divorce. Well, then we were so lucky. You know, we're lucky. We're lucky, A, to be divorced. Yes. And then we're lucky you have a friend that's kind enough to come in and, and talk to us. Yeah. She's, you know, who has been divorced, yeah, I'm told. We've got to rip off the Band-Aid and go in our phones and call all of our friends to see if they will share their unique experiences about their divorce. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people think that uh, they they have the stink of divorce on them, that they can't. It takes yeah. a while to get Scarlet out of Scarlet letter. I got four ex-wives. Yeah, and uh, you're the the reigning champion. I only have one divorce, but I'm ready for at least two more. Uh, Our kids are in the school together, and I haven't had a date in six years. Uh, I I saw uh, I I saw this woman in the parking lot, and I I really like her kid, and so we started talking, and then we ended up having coffee and talking about our divorces, which are you know kind of public, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it was just great. And, uh, 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 you know, and then she mentioned she had a divorce party for herself, (laughs) which, you know, I was the first of my friends to get divorced and I was sort of the outcast. And the day I signed the divorce papers, I was like, oh, I need to like get something out of me. I need to turn this around. And so I called up everyone I know and I had them meet me at the Tiki No Bar on. Oh, why wasn't I invited to that? I I wish I knew you then. Yeah. Well, Wednesday night. Well, next time. Next time. Yeah. yeah. It was a Wednesday night karaoke. About 40 people showed up. I got way too drunk. Mm. I sang Adele and mm. I made out with a stranger. And I you vomited. I did. But did you vomit before you made out with a stranger? That's why guys don't care. But I yeah, definitely yeah. puked out of my Uber. Okay. Um, not my finest, but it was still worth it. Yeah. It was such a memorable night. I feel like it was maybe even more memorable than my wedding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> 
So, yeah. So we're just, you know, we're going to just rip things off. We want to hear Hillary's story. Now, Hillary is a huge uh, movie producer. She is. And influencer. Yes. And and a New loved and well respected and how did you meet Hillary, okay. by the way? I met Hillary through Oh my god, this is the funniest story. Oh, time on Jeff Lewis Live oh, and yes. she DM'd me uh because I was doing some personal organizing for people. Oh nice. And she was like, Hey bitch, you need to come mm. and help me with my closet. We're gonna have the best time. So I called her and right off the bat I knew I loved her and she's fabulous. You checked, you checked me out. You like, you know, went on my Instagram, you made, yes. you know, you, you went on my IMDb, you made sure that I wasn't a crazy yeah, person. Because, you know, sometimes there are some interesting coming to somebody's house. I mean, yes. God knows yeah. in this world, right? you know, yeah. I mean, I, I have a daughter who's 30 years old who just moved out um, uh, to live with me. And I'm always saying she's, you know, on some of these, you know, dating apps. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yes. I want to know, I want that find my phone. I mm-hmm. want that on. I want to know what the address you're going to. It's like, she's 30 years old and I'm treating her like she's 16. It's terrible. Poor thing. So, um, yeah. So you checked me out and you came over Yeah. and then we, I told her the joke that I absolutely, you know, am barely on social media when I was younger and all of a sudden, I've become this accidental influencer where people just send me shit. I'm like, why are you sending me shit? Nobody knows me. I mean, I have 5,000, perhaps of the finest followers known to, you know, the business. But it not is, quality. you know, it's not quality, quality, not quantity. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it's very, very, it's very, very funny. All my uh, women of a certain age or my girlfriends are like, how do you get invited places? And where are you going? I'm like, because I say yes, darling. Because <laughs> I say yes. And, you know, my days of childbearing are long gone, and I like to get out there. So that's our story. Well, I, I, have, to say, I have to say, I lo- when I saw that you had a child, I did my research on you. I am shocked that you have a 30-year-old child. But just by uh, by your appearance, by, my daughter is seven. I, I thought, well, she's probably got a young daughter like me. We, we probably have a lot in common. I'm a single dad with a seven and 10 year old. A great dad. And uh, I, I, am I, a, have, I am a very good dad. But by, yeah. by the way, I've heard you're a wonderful dad and I've heard you give some interviews. And um, bravo for you because you're essentially the primary caregiver. And that's, you know, I'm sure we're of a, cer- of a certain age. And I just am, I'm very admiring of that. I think that um, I keep saying to my daughter, when are we going to have grandchildren? Used to be, she would call me up and go, mom, I have something to tell you. And I was like, well, she's pregnant, you know, (laughs) and now it'd be like, if she said, mom, I have something to tell me. That's great. Okay. (laughs) So um, I'm looking forward to that, that round, that, that next round. That'll be a nice. Well, my daughter is seven. She's very smart, and she sent me because uh, she said, "Daddy, uh, um, I don't know if I want to be uh, uh, babies, and then you won't be a grandfather." I go, "Don't even. That's not even. I'm 64. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm happy with this. I can't even imagine how far in the future I am happy." But isn't it keeping you young? I mean, you know, yeah. one of the things I think that all three of us probably experienced is. You know, you're caught up in a in a painful and difficult marriage. There's always mm-hmm. things that are going on. And by the way, there's responsibility on both sides, even though, of course, mm-hmm. we are the innocent parties. Of course. <laughs> and, you know, it was all their fault. But at the end of the day, there's always responsibility and culpability on all sides. And when you get past it, you go, OK, you mm-hmm. know, a lot of therapy, a lot of, you know, this Al-Anon, you know, whatever it is. But um, 
I do think that the best thing that you can do for yourself and your kids is to look at it and in in divorce party and being happy, it's mm-hmm. about if you're happy. You know, you have to lead. If you have children or yourself, by your example, you're leading. And if you're taking care of yourself and you're leaving what could be an unhappy, a toxic, an unhealthy dynamic, mm-hmm. it's usually unhealthy for both people. Mm-hmm. And once you get past it, and I think that's kind of a message I think is really important. You know, there's some people I know who consciously uncouple. There's mm-hmm. other people perhaps like you know, people on this podcast who maybe didn't have as, you know, wonderful and comfortable a a separation. But in the long run, you have to be happy with Mm -hmm. in yourself. And that's what your children are seeing and knowing. And it will pay off in the long run. It will pay off. It sometimes doesn't seem like it. You're right. Uh, uh, You know, I have to be sober. I have to be the best, my best self. I have to stay in reasonable shape. You know, it does keep you young. It does get yes. you, but uh, you also realize at a certain point, I don't, I can't figure out what the other person's deal is. Like, you know, I spent maybe six years trying to figure out what, maybe this goes away. Maybe this, uh, I, I, I can't, and it's, I've accepted it, uh, but I'm so blessed. I've, I, the other day, when I said to her, I'm like, I've made it through half of their childhood. You know, yeah. I, I just want to get uh, the other, yeah. you know, side. Yeah, because they're gone. I mean, trust me, come 12, 13, 14, bye, daddy. I mean, wow. you know, and so it's great. Appreciate this and know that you did the right thing and you're doing the right thing. And it's just about being conscious and being present. And, you know, we all fuck up. I mean, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. nobody's nobody's a perfect partner and nobody's a perfect parent, but it's, um, you know, it's the long road. But enjoy it. I mean, I loved being a parent. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I love being a parent. It's the mm-hmm. best. It's the best. Honey, the cookie, you know, I the know. Yeah. sales, yeah. Halloween. Yeah. You guys are experiencing with school. It's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. It's absolutely fantastic. Enjoy every minute. And then it gets it's, a little shitty. Yeah. It's, <laughs> you, and as a person who's been divorced four times, I got married yes. a lot. And I think I always went. There, I never had a divorce party. I went, okay, this didn't work. What? Okay, I'm gonna the next one, right? The the next person I meet. I remember try. I remember had five dates in five days between Rosanna, my second wife, and I went, oh my god, this feels like cheating. I got to get married, and that person, the the family that I want. That's that's going to come from them, and and then I did with the third and and yeah. the fourth, and I think what the deal is, if you're looking for unconditional love. Uh, if you say at a wedding, I will love you unconditionally, that's bullshit. You know, there's conditions. Yeah. There should be some conditions. Yeah. But when you have a child, you're like, oh, shit, it's on. Yeah. I could never complain about not having and giving unconditional love. So, yeah. you know, I'm happy where I am. Thank you for that. Let's let's yeah. hear. Okay, so I'm gonna you're ask doing this. great. We're going to get to some questions about your divorce. Oh, God. Um, I just have a few warm-up questions. Okay. okay, my love. So, growing up, were your did your parents stay married? Oh, honey. Well, let's just talk about that. Because usually, as we all know, whether it's we were an addict, our parents, you know, were addicts, or they had a difficult marriage. I mean, I know that my journey was to repeat versions of my childhood. My parents were very unhappily married. My father was a 
at times violent alcoholic, which I I knew he was violent, but I didn't understand the alcoholic, you know, aspect of it all. And, you know, I watched them fight brutally. Um, Mm -hmm. And luckily for me, my mother was evolved enough to send me off to boarding school when I was a teenager, which back then, you know, in the dark ages, that was extremely unusual for a mm-hmm. suburban Jewish family from Washington, D.C. You know, nobody I knew went to boarding school. By the way, Did they think you're that... not to go have a baby. Like she's pregnant. She's going to boarding school. Exactly. I mean, you know, I was like, boarding school? Why? You know, first of all, culturally, that's kind of unusual. I mean, I went to these, first of all, I got kicked out of one which, of course, you know, was a family trauma. But in hindsight, it was kind of cool. And <laughs> um, and then I ended up in another school, which really did save my life and was wonderful. But, you know, during the period that I was away, I was able to, you know, pull back from it. My parents ultimately got divorced. Um, it was the funniest thing because my father was a builder developer and my mother was in real estate. And they both owned condos that they had bought during the marriage that were on top of each other. Oh, my God. That's right. So I exactly like so you look back down the terrace, you know, that we'd grown up in this house in Bethesda, Maryland. You look mm-hmm. down on the terrace. I could see what the fuck my brat bastard father was doing, as oh my, my mother always referred to him. Um, so, you know, it was complex. And it's very true. That's a show. Hills, That's the right? show we should be doing. It is. Do you remember true Beverly Hills where she's like, your father is in the pool house. And then she yes. has her binoculars at night spying on yeah. him. Very oh my okay. So for very you... So it was history repeating itself. But when you say history repeating itself, what, what obviously you were able at one point to go, uh-oh, yeah, this seems familiar. But what was that point where you went, I am repeating, you know, everything I know. Interestingly enough, you know, I was estranged from my father for my entire adult life. And my mother, God rest her soul, pointed out to me that, you know, my husband who has had a lot of good qualities, you know, in, you know, you can't say that anything is black and white, but there were certain qualities that were very similar to my father, which was his anger. Mm-hmm. And his, you know, I, I'm a real believer in brain chemistry and mm-hmm. the genetic components that we now understand, whether it's, you know, depression, addiction, mental illness, you know, this, I'm not to, you know, to get on a, you know, high horse about it, but Like if you have half a brain and you do some research, you figure out that, by the way, why is everybody in Hollywood ADD and depressed and and manic depressive? Because we're all artists and we're crazy and we all come here. Mm -hmm. We all go to New York. We come to, you know, fascinating. I think that, you know, we we one bonds with what you're comfortable with. Sure. And there is a lot of aspects of that that I, too, uh, was comfortable with. I was, I lived, I came to Los Angeles during the era of drug, sex, rock and roll. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a very different world then. And, um, you know, there was a, a neediness that I had to bond with someone. And I bonded with my husband. And listen, I have a wonderful daughter. Mm-hmm. And I had a partner in some ways. But at the end of the day, as you get healthy, you want a help, healthier environment. And I think, you know, I think you both had that same experience. And, and you just you, 
Did you feel like there was one sort of aha moment or something where, you know, the volcano erupted and you were like, okay, I choose myself or I don't know how, how old was your daughter when you separated? Well, um, my daughter was 18, 17 or 18, but I had been unhappy as had he, you know, he, he was equally unhappy. You know, there was like, again, culpability on both sides as there always is. And I, uh, you know, had kind of been, I want to leave. This isn't good. I was the wage earner. I would have had to have paid him alimony probably for some time. And, um, you know, and it just kind of stopped me. My daughter was in school. She was an only child. I kind of stayed wrongly because I thought that was the right thing to do in Mm -hmm. hindsight. Now, as she's an adult, we've talked many times that, and I'm always advising my friends who are at that juncture to say, Mm -hmm do what's healthy for yourself and do what's healthy for the child. It is better for the healthy to have two happy parents. And, yeah. and if anything comes out of this, you know, that's well, and, you know, even if there's one and a half healthy parents, that's better than the other. Yeah. Um, and I, my husband uh, had a stroke at the dinner table when my daughter was 14 and 15. And it was kind of like, as I was trying to figure out what to do mm-hmm. and, you know, in sickness and health and in health, you know, he had a stroke and we'd been married for, you know, 15 plus years. And my daughter was very traumatized by it. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't going to kick him to the curb at yeah. his lowest el- ebb. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that kind of extended it a little while. Mm-hmm. That it, I can know. relate to that. There's That's lots fun. of things where, yeah, you're like, okay, yeah. I'm going to wait till October or, oh, maybe yeah. after the holidays. I think a lot of people yeah. think yeah. or someone's sick. And, you know, I'm always like, what the fuck does Christmas matter? You know, I mean, mm-hmm. it's about whatever. But in this case, you know, he was ill mm-hmm. and needed to get back on his um, on his uh, feet. And so there was a home moments, but it was extended because okay. of his health. And, you know, how thank God he's married? very healthy now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long were you married in total? Let's see, 1990, you know, probably 20 years, Okay, right? 21 years. Yeah, that's a long time. That's a long time. Do you guys have a prenup or prenup or just prenup, honey? This was the, you know, this was the, (laughs) you know, the dinosaur era. No, no prenup. And that was, you know, something, I mean, to his credit, we have been, we're able to like, you know, by the way, I always say I ended the marriage with nothing. You know, I had supported Mm -hmm. the family. I had had a really good job. My income pretty much went totally towards raising you know, my family and sending my daughter to private school in New York City. And so when it all ended, it was kind of a perfect storm of my business Mm -hmm. partnership ended. And I essentially started in my restarted my life in my 50s. And I always say I was living like a UCLA student. I I ended the marriage. We kind of split what we had, which was not a lot of cash, honey, trust me. And I spent a couple of years kind of going between some friends in LA who had places I produced movies every year. So I kind mm-hmm. of like would go and I'd go, Oh, four or five months on location. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. You get that yeah. $25 per diem. And, you know, <laughs> and then, you know, my mother had an apartment in New York and she would go be a snowboard. So I had to, after the divorce, I had to completely start over. It was a combination of my, you know, 15 year job that paid mm-hmm. me a very good selling ending and uh you know just restarting my life at, at at you know a certain point so i always say to these millennials let me tell you something yeah. honey 
I'll tell you tough times are. (laughs) You weren't the first of your friends to get divorced if you got divorced at 50. I was uh, sadly the one who wasn't married to a rich man. (laughs) I didn't get a house and didn't get a house, you know. I had supported my family uh, 100% for many, many years. So it was a different thing. Um, I used to walk around New York City and I'd borrow like a Bulgari necklace and a good dollar. Mm-hmm. And they'd go, and oh, you're a film producer and who are you married to? I'm like, mm-hmm. no, darling, not that kind of <laughs> Yeah. Not that kind of producer. I only, well, I only wish I was smart enough to do it that way. Yeah. Did so, you some let me ask you, yeah. let me ask you real quick. I'm I sorry. No. Uh, you remind me of uh, my friend, uh, Sharon Stone. You're younger, but you're, you, and I don't, don't be offended by that. I mean, she's amazing, yeah. but very matter of fact. And she got, she went on a dating app. She got kicked off because they said she was impersonating Sharon Stone. Yeah. She really lives it. She she's got Ryan, right? this guy. She's what's yeah. that? Yeah. She but she, Ryan. But back in that day, when this first started, my divorce first started, she said, I, come with me, I want to tell you something. She goes, I know who this woman you're divorcing. And if you want your kids, it's going to cost you every dime you have. And I said, she goes, that's what happened to me. She said uh, to her. And I go, that can't be true. And she goes, do you want your fucking kids or do you want money? And I yeah. said, well, of course I want my kids. And it, it turned out to be exactly true. So I really admire your uh, 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 turning it around and, and here's a woman a single woman out there 50s pulling herself up by the bootstraps i mean that's the best thing you could do for your kid too to go here's an this, example this is what you by know example lead by example oh. leave you're absolutely right and i think you're doing the same thing with your children if you yeah. are you know as kind as you can be about mm-hmm. their mother they'll they i don't even mention i won't even when my son says, hey, you want to hear what happened to moms this weekend? I'll say, absolutely not. And he'll say, she wasn't home all weekend. And I'll go, that sounds like the best weekend I've ever heard of. I, I literally, because I know what it's like to be that kid in the middle from my yeah. growing up. I'm not going to do that weird stuff. No. And Monica, you've had a very successful divorce. I mean, yeah. you know, maybe it had its rocky moments. Sure. But I have to say, I really admire how you and George co-parent and are really supportive to each other. It's It's something to be. Never did that talking badly about the, Mm -hmm. which I feel like really does show with my daughters, you know, I think, I think if anything comes out of it, you know, if, if you get divorced at the end, you know, maybe you're not going to see it at the beginning, but by the time you get out behind it and let's face it, you're in your first nine, your back nine, whatever the fuck it mm-hmm. is. But, you know, at the end of the road, the best thing that you can do for yourself and your kids is say it was a moment in time. Chances are you love that person. Yes. It did not work out. It wasn't all bad. There mm-hmm. was these ki- mm-hmm. these kids came out of it or mm-hmm. your evolutionary path came out of it. You know, mm-hmm. not to be woo woo, but you really have to try to accent the positive. You can sit there and grind it and be a malcontent and say, mm-hmm. they did this to me. I mean, I could tell you stories, mm-hmm. you know, Tom will talk about it off, yeah. <laughs> off the podcast of yeah. that went down. But at the end of the day, you know, you, there was love at one point mm-hmm. there was, you know, mutuality mm-hmm. You have these wonderful children Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes not so much. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you it's it's about getting, you know, life is a journey and it's about getting out on the back, back nine. And the most important thing I think that people who get divorced are because I think for all three of us, it's not like this was 
you know, you either lost money, you kept mm-hmm. it going, or, you know, you didn't have any money, but it's about that journey and that journey with your children. And, and trust me, in life, what makes you really unhappy is your children being unhappy. Mm-hmm. And and to be, have, you know, collaborative at times relationships with your exes takes mm-hmm. a lot. I mean, you got to put a lot behind you. Mm-hmm. And that That is the hardest thing, mm-hmm. you know, with all of us who come usually from our damaged reality mm-hmm. to, you know, go, he did mm-hmm. this and he did that. Well, you know what? We all, we all made our choices and that's, you know, it's well. You know, it's the tenets of Al-Anon and AA that mm-hmm. you you have to take responsibility mm-hmm. for your actions. I stayed. You know, mm-hmm. I stayed. I yeah. I can't blame anybody for that. I did it. Got married. Yeah. I you know look back at the messages the universe gave me mm-hmm. that you know proved to be problematic. I didn't listen to those messages. Mm-hmm. And you know, all you can do is wish. Everybody involved the best, which is yeah, yeah. Uh, let me. Yeah, this, yeah. I, a judge told me this once, and, and we told both of us. He said, "Don't." There's a way to communicate uh, called our family wizard. That's the only yeah. way we communicate. Yes. And the judge could see, and he said, "Don't put." You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection. Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Anything on there that you don't want your kids to read out loud in public in the future. And it's really because there was times when I'd be like, you know, she doesn't write your right. (laughs) It doesn't like that. I mean, there's so many things that bug the shit out of me. She'll say stuff that write sentences that make no sense. And I used to, you know, comment on that, but I don't. Because that's really yeah. uh, I also think about. that's a really good lesson for our children in terms mm-hmm. of when they start coming into having their own phones or social media. Don't write anything that you wouldn't want read in court or that would embarrass yourself or your family or oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Well, my son has written things that, that have ended up in court, <laughs> and I got blamed for them. He's like, what's up, bitch? Writing me up. I'm like, okay. you know, at any time something like that happens, it's a teaching moment. Mm-hmm. You know, these kids... Their songs on the radio have swear words in them. And so you get to go, okay, that word you could never say. (laughs) That's the worst word. Here's the second worst. And I'll tell you, and sometimes I hear him talking to his friends on the the video game or whatever, and they're they're shit-talking each other. I said, if if, uh, anybody else hears that, if the parents or the school, you're done. Because they, you know, you can't talk, and don't talk to strangers like that. You know, you just can't. So all these things I, I think feel are just teaching moments, whether it's why did my daughter's never seen 
me hug a woman. Like she never saw my mom and I even hug. It's been that. Mm-hmm. So she'll, she asked me, and I think I did a version of what you said. I said, one day I took, she didn't know how she got in the world because Disney, they have a king and queen or prince. Of, and, and so one day I took this animation and I said, this is your mom and this is me and this is where we lived, you know, different states. But we had one thing in common, you. We wanted to find you. And that's, that's also what I believe. These yes. kids come to us, mm-hmm. however they get to us, they're, they're, they're yeah. coming to us fully formed. It's our job to protect them and to figure out who they are and facilitate who they are. So something yeah. better than others. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, you know, divorce is just, I mean, I have a lot of friends, um, you know, that I kind of mentor. And I, I was talking at dinner the other night about a, a mutual friend who went through a really rough divorce of, you know, kids at various different ages. And, you know, they're okay now, but how you purport yourself during that, you know, are you strong? Do you pull it together? Do you do you lean on the kids too much? Which I think yeah. is very traumatizing. Terrible, yeah. terrible. You know, they shouldn't yeah. see you crying. They shouldn't, you know, you've got never. to like, yeah. Never. No way. Yeah. Well, look, I know you've done a lot of work on yourself and you're at this great place where you are mm. now, but when you were in it. But what, let's talk about her divorce. Can we talk? Oh, well, what, now, what, yeah, what was it? What I mean, you've talked about some, several obvious things, but was there something else about uh, that? It's a really bad, you know, I, and again, we both were very unhappy, but there was a very bad incident that happened mm-hmm. that um, went down and um, it was about as ugly as it can be. Mm-hmm. You know, we can read between the lines. Mm-hmm. And I often say that God did it to me because I was looking to open the door to mm-hmm. leave. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he opened the door for me or she or whatever yeah. the mm-hmm. power is and opened the door. And there was that was it. There was nothing else to talk about. Things were said and done. Cord is broken or cut. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. The cord was cut. And it ultimately, you know, I didn't have a lot of anger about it. You know, it was not pleasant but i didn't have a lot of anger at it because it released me yeah yeah and i am grateful and there wasn't anything to say and there wasn't anything to do it was like i wish you well um we you know I, did you have to go to I, court did you did it get to that or were you able to settle okay no there was, yeah. hey, there was, there was nothing to settle no, just did it all you know just on your it, yeah 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 and it's just, you know, and Possible. and that's a lucky, it, you, know, mm-hmm. you, you know, if you're broke, you're broke. There's nothing to see. Mm-hmm. It was like there wasn't an estate. There wasn't anything. So it was it was good. And everybody was very fair. You know, everybody was very fair to the other person. And as, as it should be, it was a unique situation. I mean, I know oh, when there's an estate and there's property and and child support mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, I know it gets it's right. very so easy for me to say. Yeah. It's very, you know, my daughter was yeah. 18. Did you yeah. throw yourself a divorce party or did you have friends that, you know, was that even a thing? No, I mean, you know, listen, it was painful because it was for me, as I said, it was a perfect storm. It was the end of my time in New York. It was the end of my business, you know, my partner, business partnership, and then my marriage. And, you know, New York has really never been the same for me. I, I really enjoyed having my daughter in school and being, you know, I, you know, just like the school thing and the parties. And then, you know, in New York, you've got mm-hmm. the Halloween parties and then you've got the 
bat, bar mitzvahs, and then you mm-hmm. go right into the, you know, sweet yeah. 16s, which you guys are going to enjoy. And I used to go to those bar mitzvahs and embarrass my poor daughter by dancing with the bar mitzvah. Guy. Oh, God, it's a card. The poor, the oh poor thing God. is still in trauma. The poor thing is still in yes. trauma. Yeah, you know, the sweet 16. So, you know, for me, it was like an end of, you know, the, uh, the, I, I, it, it was the life that I lost that I, I mourned, not necessarily the marriage. And I know he feels the same way. He's my, you know, I, w- I wish him nothing but, you know. Yeah. Now, good, do you guys ever still talk? Are you still, or? you know, in, in regards to my daughter and, you know, when my mother died, he was very kind and, you know, all that kind of stuff and very supportive. So, you know, you kind of have to just push past it and, and mm-hmm. everybody made mistakes and, you know, I'm culpable. He's culpable. There was, it's not all one. It's all not all one-sided. And I, I have, you know, I mean, a unique situation in that way, but um, I mean, I know that, listen, we both wanted out. It wasn't, you know, so for me, it was easy. You know, at that time had come, we'd had that extra four years uh, while he got his health back. And it was kind of like, listen, bitch, you know, (laughs) you know, (laughs) bye-bye. So I, um, I think that that kind of made it a little bit easier for me. You know, but for me, it was the universe going, okay, uh, we've been trying to have you move on. We've been trying to change your business. We've been trying to have you leave your marriage and, and be, you know, it, mm-hmm. it, it combined in such a way um, mm-hmm. that, you know, the hurricane threw me down on the ground and, you know, said, you're not in Kansas anymore, bitch. And that was that. So. Yeah, who was there for you with your down? Your oh, down. You know what? I had a lot of girlfriends that were there for me. You know, I had a very good friend here in Los Angeles, and then my my best friend in New York was really there for me. Um, I have had, and Monica knows this a little bit. I have kind of created a world where I mentor a lot of you know everyone mm-hmm. I know is younger than me, but I have tended in the business and in, you know, fashion and the things that I, I, I play around with to try and mentor, you know, a lot of people. And I always feel like the universe has given me back. I have, you know, I had a lot of friends, you know, some people disappoint you, you know, you're mm-hmm. kind of shocked, but, That's um, right. you know, as I rebuilt my life, um, and it was really hard and also very hard to be the age I was when I was living like a UCLA student behind <laughs> Some, you know, people <laughs> from a school in, you know, on Ohio and Westwood and the stuff. Oh, I, yeah. you know, I mean, it was like different from my highfalutin life in New York City when I was flying first class and doing, you know, I mean, I it was kind of those, those years were kind of nice. Trust me, honey. Mm-hmm. But it was a humbling, but a lesson in evolution. And I think as we sit here and we look at what's going on in the world and we have to have empathy for Mm -hmm. everyone and how difficult you know we're all in the business really Mm -hmm. fucking hard right now for people you know i mean i started in the business you know a long time ago and um a long long time ago and i just you know sometimes i think it's really easy and sometimes i think it's really hard so i spend a lot of time giving back and giving of my time and i think that um in in ways that i'm never aware of that the universe just takes care of me because of it. 
I, being, being of service, yeah. you know. They, yeah, and uh, I feel like even makes as dark, me feel good about myself. Yeah. That's why I like and to even help. Even as dark yeah. as it is, it's like you know, you know, each day it's going to get a little bit better mm-hmm. over time. You're like, you know, a year from today. It's hard to know that, though. It's hard to know. It's hard to know those things that people tell you. Hey, one day your kids are going to figure out, you know, who's the whole story. They're going to understand what you did, and you're like, I, I, I don't see that. Yeah. I'm not counting on that. Sure. I'm going to take it a day at a time. And it does happen, you know. It does, it does happen. So you're in the now, thick, now, you're in the thick of it. Yeah, I'm I'm past yeah. it, and my daughter now, I have to say, really, I believe, you know, and she loves her father very much, and I know she loves mm-hmm. me. But you know, they look, they you know, from an adult perspective, they see it, you know, and you want them to, you want them to, you know, mm-hmm. love their mothers. That you want them to love, mm-hmm. you know, your, their fathers. You want them to. Because what we hope for our kids is that they can evolve to having healthy relationships. You know? right. And that is our job as parents mm-hmm. and for ourselves. I mean, I'm like you, sweetie. I can't imagine going on a date again. I'm like, oh, fuck. you know, it's like, you know, I'd, I would like somebody who so, gives you. Yeah, so do you think if you met someone. Yeah, that'd be like, nice. Do you think if you yeah, got somebody with like human contact, you know, yeah, like a yeah. companion, like. Do you think that now your views would be more along the lines of like a, li- a lifetime companion versus feeling a need to get married? Oh, married? No way. Um, mm-hmm. No. I, you know what I want? I want somebody to laugh with and I want somebody to travel with. And mm-hmm. I want, you know, I'm always like, I, you know, after this three years that we've had, I mean, if I don't get on a plane and go somewhere, um, I'm going to kill myself. And so I mm-hmm. think that you know, as you get older, your needs change. But, you know, my mother was married in her 50s, I guess. And that was the marriage that lasted for the rest of her life. And I would sit there and go, I couldn't put up with him. But at the end of the day, they they traveled. They were mm-hmm. from very different worlds. She was like, you know, German Jewish intelligentsia. And he was, you know, whatever the fuck he was. And, you know, came from like a family. They had millions of relatives and brothers and sisters. Yeah. And yet they came together in this very successful marriage. And they they traveled all for, the, you know, for the last 40 years of their lives and really, mm-hmm. you know, That's made fine. a life together. So I think, you know, listen, um, uh, when you've been married for a long time and divorced and you are of a certain age, I, I find so many of the women that are my age cannot define themselves without a partner and cannot be happy without that Mm -hmm. ideal. And I think that, you know, for me, I'm okay. Sure. Like, as Mm -hmm. I said, somebody who, you know, wants a dinner on those nights when I'm not doing something else and would like to travel and gives a shit, you know, checks in with you. Hey, did you make it home? You know, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Maybe like that when you're not. I was an override. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe some handyman items around. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, you know, I have my, you know, my my hands. Hand, I have my interns all during COVID. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they. I had um, these guys who would come over and fix things because mm-hmm. I moved at the beginning of 2020, and I would call them Hillary's hunky helpers. Oh, and that. Nice. Yeah. Yes. I mean, I could be canceled. I, I deleted all the videos, but that they would go and like. Did you at any point mm-hmm. feel yeah. like that sinking? Like, did you ever feel like, 
when you were getting a divorce or decided to like, oh, I'm embarrassed or I feel like a failure or were you always just like, no, it's totally fine. No fucking way. No. I mean, you know what? I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. (laughs) Nobody. Mm -hmm. And we all know no one walks in our shoes. There's always something that, you know, either it's the good, the bad, the ugly until somebody walks in my shoes. Um, they they can't judge me, and I try not to judge others. I I think I fail at that sometimes, but yeah. I think that that's... yeah. Did you keep the ring? Did you say? Are you saving it for your daughter? Did you sell it? Jesus. <laughs> the ring got stolen. The ring got stolen. I took the engagement ring and I had it reset. Actually, when mm-hmm. we were still married, and then I was robbed four years ago in one of those flockings that happened in Los Angeles. You know, I think we should do another podcast on you know, mm. crime, crime in America. But, um, yeah, it got stolen. So my daughter was very uh, upset that she liked that. When you had a chain, would you put a bigger diamond? Did you upgrade it? Yeah, when what you would had you it? do if you could? Yeah. Well, no, she did. She yeah, had it yeah, uh, had reset. It. But I had, that... I had, and it was beautiful. It was, you know, it was, a, it was perfectly fine set diamond. But when my mother passed away, she had a, a really nice diamond. She has a really, really nice diamond. I mean, mm-hmm. it is a big honking diamond. And I wear it on my right hand a lot. Oh, nice. Um, most of the time I wear it. And I look down and I think of my mother. I'm very, you know, Miley, Miley Cyrus, I'll buy my own fucking flowers. I'll buy my own fucking ring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's my daughter's but, favorite you know, song. Right. <laughs> right? Like, well, one thing if I'm getting out of it, I got a lot out of talk to Hillary, no. uh, <laughs> is a thing about being how you act in front of your kids uh, by by every day getting up and going, okay, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do here. Me, This is what Tom could do because Tom needs to work on himself. Yeah. Here's the best I can be today or moment to moment sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that that's been, because when we first uh, broke up, I thought, oh, Jesus, what are the kids going through over there? What You know, you mm-hmm. think about that all the time. And then I, I, uh, I realized, well, I just have to, this world, this bubble, I just have to work at being excellent. And I'm not always excellent. Yeah. But uh, you know, they can also tell but if you want to be around them. Yeah, they do. They, they know if you want to be around them. Yeah. yeah. I definitely yeah. had a lot of moments where I had to ask Natasha, like, can you be with her for a minute? And I would go in my room and then go in my closet and, cl- you know, and just have like a. To masturbate? Obviously. <laughs> <I can laughs> Several times a day. <laughs> um, but I would have to have those like screaming yeah. into a pillow. Yeah crying yeah. ugly and then i would come out and like splash the cold water on my mm. face and just be like okay what's for dinner what are we yeah. you know oh it's just, a big it's the big chill scene yeah. crying because, crying you know, in the uh, shower yeah, yeah. oh yeah, big, yeah yeah that's good because yeah. my parents did the the terrible thing that you know a lot of people do but, where i was a teenager and they put me in the middle and told me each other's drama. And it was just mm. the, no boundaries, the most inappropriate. Mm. And what I learned from that was I'm not going to do that to this mm-hmm. little perfect person. Well, my mother, I'm going to top you when my my sister was 14, my mother made her marry a 22 year old, took her to Missouri, made her marry a pedophile. <sighs> and then my sister ended up in prison. There's a great documentary series about my sister Ooh. called the queen. Beth, yes. You should watch it because yeah, that turned her life. You know, she became a prostitute, a drug. Plus, our mom, the only we were raised by our dad, but the only reason to move in with our mom, I did when I was 15, she did 14 because she gave us booze and drugs. And you oh. didn't have to cut your hair. There's no fucking rules. And it was so scary because you're like, shit, this is weird. My dad had a lot of rules. Fuck that. Yeah. And then I get over there with this person that doesn't care. I'm gone for two weeks. 
Fuck your girlfriend, Eric. That's how she talked, too. Whoa. I had that, even had that experience. And I remember going, oh, shit, I fucked up. I'm here. You know, so I knew, you know, you know, you know who the parent is that. Uh, yeah. And and you all you can do is provide a, a safe, happy place for them. And and, you know, for you to be modeling that you're happy and you're content and you're there for them to talk to. You know, that's all. My daughter always had a room in my house, whether she yeah, chose to like live that. there or not. She always, you know, had a room mm-hmm. in my house. And eventually, you know, now she's living with me and we're having a great time. Um, oh, that's did she have how old was she when she stopped uh, sleeping in your bed? Oh, that's a oh, good my one. God. Like five. Mm. Oh, mine still has a hard mine. time on her own. Yeah. Mine says that my son, he's not even trying. He'll just go to bed first. And then we have two craftmatic beds side by side. Yeah. My daughter will say, Daddy, I want to see my room side. I'll say, That's amazing. We lay in here till I go to sleep. I do. And then I go in with, with him. And I've never made it through a night because I get up to pee. You know, as you, yeah, if you're yeah. an old man, you would understand. Yes, honey. I understand. Yeah. yeah. I understand. And she's, she's always in the bed. Aww. Uh, uh, you know, and uh, I know that, that, that one day that won't. Yeah. You know, it's but not I. Gonna you know, yeah. Yeah. People get weird about it. It's like whatever works for the kids. You know, kids are sensitive. I mean, my daughter was really sensitive. And I think, you know, only children and, and you know, it's like eventually, you know, they'll they, it's like like giving up the bottle, you know, getting out yeah. of your bed, getting off the binky. It's all everybody has their own journey. You know, yeah. it's like, especially in the you know, U.S. We're like the worst. Of, like we can't like everything is all about kicking the baby out right away. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Rising them. In yeah. other cultures. I mean, it's like co-family sleeping for years. Yeah. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with it. You know, yeah. it's just whatever. It's harder on the parent than it is on the kid. Because you're like, oh, yeah, because my yeah, daughter goes, oh, will you fall asleep with me? And then half the time I fall asleep in sleep. two minutes. And yeah. she's still screwing around oh, for an I hour. I wish I could fall asleep in two minutes. Well, Dr. Shore wants you to know that I think you're both doing great. You're you. absolutely, you know, manifesting your own happiness. And your kids know it and they feel it. And that's, true. that's in hindsight, the biggest thing. And by getting divorced, you're happier and they're happier. And And that's the bottom line. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that. You know, you're both doing amazingly. So, Dr. Well, thank Shore. You. I, thank you. <laughs> I'm honored. I am. When she said, I have a friend that will do this with us, I, and she goes, here's her name. And I got on the go. I'm like, oh, shit. She's really going to talk to us? That's it. That's amazing. I want to know. I always say to my daughter, I always say to my daughter, people pay me to fucking talk to them. Listen to what yeah. I say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this was fun, right? Yeah, we, we we like got our what did we? Uh, she's we, really we good. Popped our cherry. With we popped Hillary, our cherries. Popped it with Hillary Shore. Guys, she's great. She should have been. She should have a podcast, right? right? For real. Yeah, no, she's great. Then maybe we could be guests on hers. I know. Have you dated? No, no, I'm just don't. You don't really need to date. You're like Hillary. I, I Hillary like, said she doesn't give a yeah. shit. Yeah. You know? So now the pressure's on you to get our next guest. I feel like. You okay, need to, I will. Maybe, maybe we'll get a man. Yeah. For this, a, a different perspective. Yeah, men suck though. They're they're not this honest and open. But, but, but we'll like, get a man. We'll get a man. We'll get a man. 
And, uh, you know. You know, the people I have, I've been married uh, unsuccessfully four times, but I've performed four ceremonies. I'm a Unitarian minister. Yes. All gay couples, they're all still married. So One for 15 years. That's amazing. Don Rose and Danny Bukatinsky. Yeah. Yeah. Shout I mean, out. Shout out for them. But but they, by, I'm very successful. Yeah. It at one portion of the marriage that's performing. I mean, maybe we need to open that up for you again. I'd like, like to. Your, I need the that money. That could be you being of service, right. literally. And yeah, well, you don't. Mm. I guess can you still get paid if you don't write the? Could you just? Well, you get paid for anything. Okay. Uh, you know, it's not breaking your. <laughs> not your to perform a ceremony. Okay, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I think that would be great. That's a new source of income for you. Oh, whatever when it takes. Kids are. Mm. Oh wait, I actually am also ordained. I've is that married, true? It is. Um, oh. With the Universal Life Church. That's what I am. Yeah. Yeah. I've performed two weddings, mm-hmm. and they've both gotten divorced. Oh, yeah. Well, we should uh, we should do <laughs> we a double. Do a joint wedding. Yeah. Okay. That'd be and great. And then the divorce parties. For sure. I love it. Yeah, sure. Well, that was a good interview. Right. She's great. Well, very interesting. Yeah. I like her. I can hang out with her. Yeah. She's she's a good she's got it. She's got a lot going on, though. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, she's a good time. Well, thank you for listening to our first episode of thank Divorce you. Party. Mm-hmm. And we'll uh, get you guys uh, next week with a whole new guest and mm-hmm. a unique perspective on their divorce. And hopefully someone who's had or been to a divorce party. Yeah. And uh, and also on the bright side, Donald Trump was found guilty today. Oh! It's just amazing. Oh, my so, gosh. So uh, shout out to E.J. Carroll. Yeah. That's, maybe yeah. maybe Melania will be throwing herself a hot and spicy divorce party. She read. She renegotiated her prenup. Oh, no, she really just did. Oh yeah, believe me, you can. <laughs> oh, and I highly recommend. I should have done that. Yeah, it's called a post up. Well, we'll talk about that okay, next show. We'll post up episode mm-hmm. two. Have a great day, everyone. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.